Welcome to Gordon Cast, where we talk with no vocal fry. And it's, we're very professional. So professional. And we love to talk about Gordon. <laughs> and we love to talk about Gordon Ramsay. Uh, welcome. Oh we love to recap things like MasterChef Junior, which is all we've recapped so far. But one day, God willing, there will be a Hell's Kitchen recap so session. About... There will be MasterChef. Yeah. Adult version. Um, the F word, whatever that is, <laughs> no one knows yet, I don't think. I don't know. I don't know either. Team families or something. Yeah. I don't know. Time don't, will tell. Yeah, I don't know if I'll like it. <laughs> I don't think I will either. And I think that they did already try the F word, mm-hmm. didn't they? Like, I think a long time ago they tried it and now they're trying to bring it back. Hmm. Um, I don't really know about that. We'll find out. Um, but MasterChef Junior is what we're going to be recapping today, boys and girls. <laughs> Episode 8. Episode 8, Winter Winter Chicken Dinner. Ooh. Which really took me back to, do you remember that movie? What was it called? 21, or it was about Blackjack, and they counted oh. the cards, and it had Kevin Spacey, and it yeah. had that other man, child, whatever his name was. Oh, what was that? Yeah. I think it was, was called 21. Yeah. And he was in Across the Universe. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember his name. Back like in high school, I thought that was a really good movie. And then as I got older, I realized it's not that good of a movie. I think they made a second one. Oh, Blackjack 2? Yeah. <laughs> 22? 20, 20, 22? <laughs> Maybe? I don't know. Um. Yeah. I realized that that wasn't a good movie because I think Brandon and I watched it one time and he was like, this movie, it's fine, but like they have to constantly be narrating like, they're, they're walking the audience through constantly. There's, like, a million montages where they're like, okay, so what's happening here is I'm counting the cards. <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit, yeah. Okay, great. Yeah. <laughs> but they say winner, winner, chicken dinner and that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. That. Yeah, how's it going? Good. Good? Yeah. I Happy ha- Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. I had a dentist appointment yesterday. How did that go? Hey, I don't have cavities, but Good I have you. bad gums, mm. and also... Did they do the gum test on you where they poke your gums and then they say the number out loud? No. Oh, that one's stressful. She didn't have to poke it. She, <laughs> she could mean, just tell. She could just tell. <laughs> your gums are falling apart. My, your gums are immediately bleeding. <laughs> oh, no. And then, I don't know, there's like... And my friend Kiaida has said this about me, too, where people will just start telling me their life story... Just randomly. You must have a trusting face. That's what she said. But I don't enjoy... I don't like people. Mm. So... What life story did you get? Well, so my dental... Also, I hate when I'm getting my teeth cleaned and the dental hygienist is talking. Is it a job requirement for them to do that? I'm like, you realize what you just put into my mouth and now you're asking me questions. Your hands are in my mouth. (laughs) You have me. I can't can't talk. uh (laughs) (laughs) That's me the whole time. It's ridiculous that they do that. I'm like, can't we just sit in silence? See, that's how I feel about hairstylists real quick. Like, I know I found a good hairstylist when they will just sit in silence with me. That's what I want in a dentist. Yes. Ridiculous. Oh my gosh. And I, so the girl that I usually go to, I think she had to leave early. So they put me with a different dental hygienist. And my usual one, I like her because she has a TV that I can just watch. And she, she just asks the normal questions. How are you? How's it going? How are what your flavor teeth? do you want? Yeah. What yeah. flavor do you want? <laughs> and this girl, 
she was like nonstop just complaining about everything in the office. <sighs> Telling me that she got a divorce, she doesn't like to go out. So jealous. I feel like I would really enjoy my life a lot more if people would open up to uh, me about their drama. So annoying. And then the actual dentist came in and she started talking to me. Uh, I was just like, oh my God. Wow. It's just. That's tough. Although, I, I don't know. I feel like I always end up small talking with people. So obviously, I'm annoyed by that because I don't care to tell you where I work or if I like my job or where I went to school or. Whatever, my boyfriend, this, that, the other. Yeah. I, I would so much rather talk about your divorce. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I wanted to ask, like, oh, why, why did you get a divorce? How long have you been divorced? I couldn't because I had hands mm. and and that stuff, foamy, the foamy stuff on your the teeth, stuff in my mouth. It was. How often do you go to the dentist? Well, since I have badge gums, gums. I go every four months. Wow, are you serious? Yeah. Wow, that's frequent. Yeah. I haven't been in quite some time. You should go. A long time. I highly recommend my I dentist. I consider it a waste of money. Unless my teeth are hurting, I don't yeah. want to go to the dentist. I mean, really. I mean, it's good health. Is it, though? I mean, for them to put that lead vest on you and then take your x-rays a million times? They just take it once a year. <sighs> okay, whenever Brandon went to the dentist last, I don't know what dentist he went to. He, he was switching dentists, and... He went from, like, his family dentist to his own dentist. And they, he came back and he was like, I am concerned. They just took, like, 10 x-rays on my head. Like, and they had to keep redoing them and redoing them and redoing them. And look, I know it sounds, I'm not one of those people who won't go through the x-ray thing oh at the gosh. airport. But those things are not good for you. If you have to lay a lead vest on me before you can take a picture and pregnant women are forbidden to be in the room, I have to believe it's not that good for me. <laughs> it's fine. It's only a little bit. And if you go to a good dentist... Then they'll say, and then they just they they just take it once or twice, and that's fine. But whatever moron he went to, it literally was like, oh, we need to redo it. We need like six times, and then and then there is a scam out there where, like, that's part of the insurance thing. Like you have to pay for those, yeah. even though you have no say in how many that they're doing. I don't know. I just I I haven't been to the dentist in some time, so I I'm pretty. I recommend <laughs> I recommend my dentist, but when I go in there, you can do a paraffin hand wax treatment. <gasps> wow. Yep. Is that like, what do they do with that? Is that where the wax hardens around your hand and then yeah. you get a molding of your hand or well, they just scrape it off? They just scrape it off because okay. it's really, it doesn't really harden that much because it's really about softening your hands. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I think I already like this dentist. Yeah. That's really, really an added like feature. Yeah. And it's all females and it used to be a female that um, owned the practice and then she moved out to Colorado. So she sold the practice to another young female. Yeah, it was... I love this. I know. Okay, well, whenever my teeth do start hurting, I'll go there. <laughs> I highly recommend it. Um, okay, so I have to say, in the meantime, I might be, as we go through this episode, interjecting with some notes slash comments, because as I told you yesterday, I decided to go back oh, and rewatch... Oh, yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, I decided to go back and rewatch episodes one through seven. Mm-hmm. Um... I watched episodes one and two, which are when we're getting our contestants and they're, it's like getting the apron kind of thing. I watched each of those again. And then starting from episode three to seven, I've seen them now a total of three times each. Wow. Because <laughs> I can binge watch the hell out of something. You it really is a, can. it's a hidden talent that you I really have. can. I just find time. Um, and so I have like, really, I thought I had notes for you. I was texting you yesterday or talking to you yesterday yeah. about it. And I was like, I have so many notes. 
I think I was just excited because I was watching the episodes again. Yeah. I have, like, some notes as we go kind of through the episode. I was writing them down. One thing I do want to say is I think... Remember how last episode... No, two episodes ago when we thought Michelle Obama walked in? Yeah. Unless they went back on Hulu and edited what they released... She doesn't walk in. No. It's I, it's I a monitor. Back, yeah, I went back and looked at the previews for the episode and she it's on, she's on a monitor. <laughs> she's on a monitor. Maybe it was us combining them her face with Julie Bowen walking Maybe in. Maybe that's what it because was. Because I could have swore that that she walked into the studio, into the MasterChef studio, and I was willing to bet my life on it. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm so glad us. I didn't. Yeah, I thought she graced us with her presence. No, surely enough, she was never there. <laughs> I was really confused. I was very, I was like, these, they went back and they switched out the episodes and they edited that. That is not right. No, but surely enough, she was not there. Um, and then, um, so last night, just really quick, um, well, I don't really know when when I want to talk about it. I guess it's all going to kind of seem random, but I looked up last night. I was like, what is it like to be a a contestant on MasterChef? I Googled this. And you get a lot of interesting things. You get an AV Club article from one girl who I didn't really remember her, but she gives a pretty detailed thing about what it was like to, like, submit her video to, like, the whole process. And she gets eliminated, like, top 13. She mm-hmm. makes it to the 13th space, and then she gets eliminated. Um, and I don't remember her name, but she talks about what the whole process is like. And it, it was all – it gave me, like – it really scratched an itch for me because that's really what I want to know a lot of the time yeah. is, like – how does this work? So, like, she entered this casting call, and then they literally, for the adult version, you hear them so often say, like, I quit my job to be on the show, and they really do. Like, they basically, you go and you try out and you bring, like, a thing of food, like a lunchbox, basically. You can't cool, in, you, don't, you don't have anything when you get there. You, mm-hmm. you basically arrive with hundreds of other, con- you know, people auditioning, and you're just bringing food with you that you cannot cook you cannot warm it up you cannot cool it down it's basically just you you gotta do what you gotta do and so she um our sound engineer is scratching at the door to get out (laughs) i think i think Edie's on the other side um and so you basically bring this um stuff that you cannot heat up or anything like that and you're just giving it to basically a series of producers and chefs who are not on the show. They're just mm-hmm. local chefs or whatever, and they're giving you feedback. And then you wait for basically four months to hear back whether or not... God damn it, Maya. <laughs> um, Your and then child you're... is getting excited. <laughs> Seriously. And then you're basically waiting for like four months of, to hear anything back, whether you made it, whether you didn't make it, like anything. And then they call, they called this woman... And they said, hey, you made it. Um, you and a hundred other people are going to need to be out in L.A. And um, you need to be here for five weeks, pack for five weeks. And you have ten days to do so, like, to get out here. So they give you basically a week and a half to tell your boss, to tell your, to figure out what you're going to do with your apartment, your car, your kids, your pets, your, I mean, job really is the biggest one. And then, so, she says that you really do, like, either quit your job or whatever you gotta do to get out to L.A. with a hundred other people. Mind you, they limit it down to, like, 20. And so, you could do all that and still just get to L.A. and be there for four weeks or five weeks and it go nowhere and you don't even make the cut to be, to, like, basically even be auditioning to get an apron. Yeah. It's crazy. So, are they out there for five weeks regardless? Before the show starts. 
Yeah. Before the show yeah. starts? Yep. They're making people, like, quit their jobs even to be in, like, the top 80, which we never meet. You know, you only meet the top 25 or something. Top 30, maybe. I mean, probably, like, the top 20. It's so extensive. I know. And they're, like, on lockdown in this hotel all together, which she was like, it's really fun because it's kind of like an adult spring break because there are curfews and stuff that they make you adhere by. There are, like, producers everywhere and, like, crowd, like, wranglers or something. I don't Mm -hmm. know. Like, basically just wherever you turn, if you're a contestant or a possible contestant, there's someone there telling you what you're doing, what you're supposed to be doing, where you're supposed to be, like, at all times. And there are, like, hundreds of people, or, like, a hundred people in this hotel on lockdown, and you're basically just kind of, like, drinking every night, like, not going crazy or anything, but just, like, trying to get to know people. And then um, people walk around, like, every hour being, being, like two-hour warning, one-hour warning, like, you need to be on set, blah, 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 but then, like, at the last minute, they'll be like, everybody needs to get down to the set now. Yeah, it's crazy. And so I was trying to find, it was hard enough to find um, stuff even on MasterChef, but, like, I really wanted to find stuff on MasterChef Junior, and I couldn't really find that much stuff because of kids not really going back home and blogging about it. So um, I did read that, like, for the kids' ones, for MasterChef Junior, this is going a little long, but um, for MasterChef Junior, that there are medics on every single row, even though we don't see them. Like, there's not just one set medic because they're kids, like, and the liability is so high. Every single row of contestants has a medic waiting, like, just in case anything happens, which made me feel good. Yeah. And then also, a parent or guardian is um, required to be on set at every moment. And also, they have a teacher on set because the kids are gone from school for, like, a few months. And so there's a teacher there, yeah, to help them keep up their studies. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) So I don't know how intriguing that all was, but I, I have, like, so many questions about that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I feel like I just rambled for a really long time. I'm sorry. But, um, no, it's very interesting. But, yeah. And I'm going to keep reading about, like, what they do on MasterChef and all of them, Hell's Kitchen. I just, I have a lot of questions about, like, when the talking heads take place. Right. Like, how they do that. Because these are basically eight-hour days for one hour of television. Yeah. For adults and kids. And I have to imagine that the kids have such high energy and require, like, so many breaks. And I have to imagine that the judges are drinking or medicating in some way. <laughs> I mean, I really, I do. Because that's, like, eight hours of babysitting. It's, yeah. I mean, you can tell when the judges are getting fresher and they're like, come on, guys. Like, yeah, focus. <laughs> Get over it. Come I don't on, know. Charlie. I mean, if you've ever worked Ugh. around kids, like, it's nearly impossible. Even when everyone's on their best behavior, their energy level is just... On a cosmic level. It's, it's out of this world. It's crazy. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Is he just dying? <laughs> he was laying on his back. Aww, like Andy. an otter. Again. <laughs> like a professional sound guy. <laughs> Rolling around. <laughs> okay. But, um, yeah. So, winner, winner, chicken dinner. Let's talk. Yeah. We get to see some friendly, familiar faces. Oh, my gosh. How'd you feel about it? I was excited. I like I I thought this was a good and diverse group um, of like the people coming of back. The people coming yeah. back. Yeah, I, and I they miss... didn't bring back everybody who's been eliminated. No, they didn't. They only brought back six. How and many people have we lost? We've so lost, far? I believe, ten so far. Okay, because there's there was twenty. Right. We didn't get Solomon back. We didn't get Eddie back. We didn't get. I don't remember who the other two are that we didn't get back. But I wonder why they only invited back the six. I guess it, it producer favorites. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. They were definitely, definitely like the best personalities besides Eddie. 
Yeah, obviously. I mean, Eddie. <laughs> Although, as I went back and rewatched, he is adorable. He's got some amazing one-liners. He's not going to win Top Chef <laughs> or uh, Master Chef Junior, no, though. Like, he is. there's no way. He was adorable and hilarious. It's as you he's put it in one of our episodes, a space cadet. He is. <laughs> A space cadet. We don't know where his little brain is. I mean, he's just... He's much a character. Like, like many of the younger kids, they just really don't understand the stakes. They, they, they don't. That's why most of the time it's like a 12-year-old that wins MasterChef yeah. Junior is because they kind of understand what's at hand. Right. Eight-year-olds that leave, they're like, that was fun. Bye. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, oh, boy. I get to wear my apron. Yeah. Like, I get... Yeah, exactly. So we see Charlie, Gonzalo, Sid, Jasmine, Donovan, and Mashu come back for redemption. Um, and Gordon and Christina and, and Richard Blaze is back. Um, they explained to them they're going to have two challenges to do this. And the first challenge is basically like a, a mystery box challenge, kind of, in that the winner gets an advantage. Mm-hmm. And then in the second challenge, that's basically the elimination challenge. They're going to choose two people to come back. Yeah. Who so did they, you want? I, I had, like, I went through a roller coaster of, like, who I yeah. wanted to come back. I thought the people I wanted initially, I didn't end up really wanting back as we kind of went through the episode. Yeah, like, like I initially wanted back um, Sid and Jasmine since they just went home. Definitely. And then as we were going through the episode, I really wanted Sid and Mashu. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, and I did, yeah. 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 <laughs> I really wanted, I mean, I really, I'm right there with you with Sid and Jasmine. I really wanted both of them to come back. Um, and I also, I, I know I've explained this before and, and you, you may not agree with me, but I have a soft spot for Charlie. I do. He is <laughs> a space cadet as well. But he's a character. He's a little bit more of a character. When he was describing the giblets of the chicken. I just, I wanted to record the whole thing because it was so funny. He was just going through each one of like what the giblets are in a chicken. And I don't know. I think he's cute and he's got a very gentle face. And I think I just empathize with him a lot. So I really, I, I put a star next to Sid, Jasmine and Charlie. Now, as we move on. So in the first challenge, their role, their task is basically to break down a chicken. Mm Mm-hmm. The wings, the drums, the flat, the thighs, and the oysters, and the I guess innards or something. I don't, I don't think no, they I did think anything there were only, with them. Yeah, there were only four or five parts that they had to break down: thighs, wings, drums, breasts, and oysters. Oysters. Yeah. Yeah. So um, we see Gordon obviously knock it out of the park, <laughs> and he does a he does a fantastic. Oh my gosh! Job. Yeah, he takes off <laughs> he his, takes off his sport coat. And he just rolls up his sleeve, puts on his apron. And the face and, Molly make, oh. is making right now, it's very it's sensual. Yes. <laughs> he is fine but, when he does that. Yeah, he is very fine. Um, yeah, he and he's in his element, as I've he's said before. In his element. I, I love a, oh. a nice person in their element. Um, yeah, so they're all watching him, and they all need to do the same thing. So um, as they... Oh, oh, I did want to talk about... So I wrote this down when... We, I don't have to say it again. We all heard it three times on the last episode. <laughs> I'm back. Oh, my God. I really toned it down on that one. Yeah. Um, Charlie's I'm back is, it's pretty obnoxious. And my I'm back is even more obnoxious. Um, <laughs> it might be on the same level. Can we talk about Avani and Donovan? <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. How cute. 
cute was that? That had me wanting Donovan back in the yes. competition just for the spin-off reality series yeah, of Avani Donovan and Donovan. comes back out, Avani's like, I'm so happy Donovan's back. I think he's kind of cute. He's so cute. Yeah, and she's like, hey, Donovan. Like, she's so cute. She's, she's she out there. Yeah, She like, puts it out there. I remember being eight years old. She's the youngest one in the competition right now. Yeah. Um, so they, they're the same takes age. takes some balls. I mean, she really, she's like, Donovan's so cute. Hey, Donovan. It was just, it was she so is. adorable that she did that. And, and really, like. She just put it all out there. Yeah, she's boy crazy. She was like, yeah, whatever. And then as the competition is going on, she keeps, like, saying these kind of flirty but, like, obnoxious remarks to him. And they're like, I don't know. I didn't know if it was, like, to distract him or just, like, because she was being a little boy crazy or whatever. But I just found it adorable. I really did. It was really funny. Um, Especially because I, like, I don't know. Whenever he walks in, he, like, looks up at her. I was like, this is. So cute. Well, she's probably yelling at him. Yeah, she probably was yelling at she's him like, a lot. Donovan! And for one hot second, I was like, oh, I want Donovan back in the competition. And then I came to my senses, and I was like, absolutely not. I cannot handle Donovan. I he's, I love Donovan. He's very cute and very, all the words for cute, and he's very sweet. There's just, he's babyish, though. Yeah. I don't know. He, he, like, I don't like when I see a kid put on a baby voice, and I feel like he does that. Yeah, I mean, he is. He was the last person I... He's, he's like seven, eight years old. He's the one who <laughs> doesn't have a star at all. I, I've starred all the other ones in this system that I have. And really? he doesn't have any stars for me. You didn't star him, but I you didn't. starred Charlie mm-hmm. in his mess. Yep, I starred Charlie once. <laughs> Jeez. Um, yeah, no, I, I don't, yeah, I'm sorry to disagree, but I just... The only reason I wanted Donovan back was for the um, Avani and Donovan's love story, which I thought was adorable. <laughs> Um, I also wanted to talk about, do you think that for some reason, I'm sh- surely on in the real world, no, the answer is no, but did you think for one second that the chicken oysters conjured up bad memories for Richard Blaze on his Top Chef days? Do you remember when, um, Mike Isabella mm-hmm. plagiarized his chicken oh, oysters, yes. um, recipe? Yes. Yes. He literally, if you haven't seen this episode of Top Chef, I think it's in season eight, and they're all back for redemption, they themselves, and Richard Blaze, one of the judges, is discussing with another Top Chef contestant, Mike Isabella, who actually I really like Mike Isabella. They're discussing Richard has this sketchbook, this notebook, that he writes down all of his ideas in, and one of them is chicken oysters in an oyster shell is the idea mm-hmm. because apparently chicken oysters are very favored in chef world and as every single contestant that was competing tonight said over and over again like chicken oysters are just the best um and mike isabella steals it he steals that idea right out of his notebook and he wins for it he wins five thousand dollars yeah i, I don't remember know if you that. remember that i remember that very i bet clearly. it's burned into richard blaze's mind He's and, like, mm-hmm. and I mean, now, obviously, Richard Blaze has the last laugh. I mean, he's the one on MasterChef judging these kids. Yeah, he's the one doing all the appearances. And Mike Isabella is not known by anybody except for people who watch Top Chef yep. and or our other Isabellas. But, yeah, I just wondered if it, if it brought back bad memories. Because <laughs> it did for me. Uh, I didn't think. I mean, I guess because you just watched that episode. Yeah, immediately. So I, <laughs> like, I, I watched it like a couple weeks ago. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> I can't get enough. Um, so, yeah, uh, they have to break down a chicken, and... Charlie's already crying. Yeah, okay, so I will say this is when I lost 
it with Charlie. I was like, I, you're, you're very cute. I kind of wanted you back at the beginning, but now he was a baby. He was a huge baby. He was, he didn't even like try. Charlie. Like none of his chicken was broken down at all. And he's already crying. He was defeated as soon as he started. It was, it was really annoying. I'm with you. I Thank mean, you. I like, and they were all trying, all the kids from the balcony were trying to tell him like, if you can't cut it, then do yeah. break the joint or something. I don't know what they said, but yeah. <laughs> but I mean, he was just very babyish, and uh, I was like, I like you, but I just yeah, you're not cut out for this, I guess, because you can't hang. Yeah, you can't hang. Yeah, you can't yeah. even break down a chicken, and neither can I. But I'm not on the show. Yeah, but neither can a lot of the other kids, and they're at least trying. Yeah, most of them had never done it before. Yeah, Donovan had only done it like one time, and he wasn't being a baby about it. He was doing it. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't okay. So okay, so then um, they all go around, blah blah blah, and we see Jasmine does the best. Yeah. I think pretty much hands down. Jazz hands for Jasmine. Jazz hands. That's good. Did you write that down? <laughs> yeah. You did? I did. Oh, wow. That's great. Another, um, another and, dad joke. No, I like it. It is a dad joke, but, you know, that's kind of what you're known for around these parts. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then Gonzalo and Mashu, I said, did the next best and best. Yeah. Um, they both, like, four star. I gave them four stars. And then... Um, Donovan and Sid did the next test, and then Charlie at the very bottom of the barrel. Um, and so basically Jasmine ends up winning this first challenge, which means she gets an advantage, which Mm -hmm. means basically she gets to delegate to each person what part of the chicken they'll be cooking. And that was okay. I I, I like that. I like those kinds of advantages. Jasmine takes the oysters, Donovan the breasts, Gonzalo the thighs, Sydney the giblets at which point she she said thank you yeah (laughs) which was uh, i don't know like literally sid is the only one at the end that i ended up giving like i kept going back and like giving an extra star whenever i like changed my mind about who i wanted to win and sydney was or sid was the one who ended up with three stars and uh, i gave no one else that many stars and like by the end i was really I, all team said. I really yeah, wanted said. I really wanted her on there because she has a great personality. A- amazing she personality. Always, like, she is always down to try. Yeah. Like, she doesn't want to give up. She always looks past her obstacles and she tries to overcome them. Yeah, she's just Especially, resilient. I, I yeah. love her. Like, and she got the worst part. And they kept saying that the oysters were the hardest part. I beg to differ. No, she got no. the innards and the chicken feet. I, yeah. like. She got the hardest one. She's never done anything with any of those before. How do you cook those? How do you even begin to think how to cook those? I have no idea what I would ever do with that. I would have given her an apron just for <laughs> cooking chicken feet. That's what I thought that they were going to do. Um, and in case you can't tell by your tone, they don't. <laughs> and then, so Masha gets the wings. Charlie gets the drums. Um, yeah. So as we kind of move through and I see like what each person's doing, this was really tough because I like each one of the people competing. Yeah. Like even Gonzalo, who I find pretty annoying. He is annoying because he's a little bit of a know-it-all. He's a know-it-all and yet he plays up the fact that like he's been bullied and he's like a nerd and stuff. And I'm like, okay, I'm glad that I get that. But like... But you are kind of annoying. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. Like, and so when Richard Blaze comes around and he's like, hey, nerd power. And I love that. It warms my heart. Oh, Christina left so hard at that. Yeah. I do believe that Richard Blaze was probably a nerd. I don't know about Christina. 
No, but I, I'm saying that she was laughing really hard at at them richard's joke oh do you think that she has a crush on him probably yeah maybe i mean how could you not <laughs> she's like ah, with his purple oh, glasses richard. yeah yeah he's i mean he's just so oh, loving dick, <laughs> he's just he's very cute yeah dick we love you dick. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah but i think at the end of the day whenever gonzalo was like going on about his asian thighs or whatever he did the I, first time he's ever done Asian. Yeah, he said really? that ten times. He said that <laughs> ten times. I'm like, Ugh. you've never put soy sauce on anything. I mean, I know that's not the definition of Asian food, but it could qualify as partially Asian. Yeah. Um, but he was, even in the beginning, as I've gone back and rewatched all the episodes, he is very proudly he, Peruvian, and he really wants to show his culture. And I love that about him, but he says that he makes the Asian food for the first time, and... I like, I mean, I respected him. I like, I like Gonzalo, but he, I just I, like him. I, yeah. I'm like, I don't love him the way I, I love Sid. Yeah. He's and very I, talented. He's talented to be there. Yeah. yeah. Like he, he didn't deserve to go home when he went home. I will say that. Um, I don't think he should win. No. I, I bet you. He's too obnoxious to he's win. He's going to end up towards the finals. You think? Yeah. See, I don't just want him Just because we don't like him. <sighs> That's true. And I, he's nerdy. I, and he has a good heart. But, I mean, if I had to list my top five, he's not in it. Yeah. And I don't want him in it. <laughs> and I, You're I just, not allowed to I disagree with him being in it. <laughs> um, but, you know, what are you going to do? Um, so, let's see. Um, so, Charlie, yeah, he's been a big crybaby. Ugh. And, oh, what did I write down here? Um. Oh, Mashu. I wanted to talk about Mashu's dish. Oh, Mashu. Mashu won me over. I really wanted him to do a good job. I really did. He's like this much too shy. I'm doing like an inch with my fingers. Like he's he's a little too shy of a personality, I think, too. Like I don't think it all came down to personality, obviously with producers, but like he just stays in the shadows a little too much. He needs to just like really come out of his shell. Well, I think with this dish he did chicken wings <laughs> he's the, such a kind um, heart the not the chicken yeah he did the chicken wings and risotto risotto and risotto yeah and because he does asian italian fusion yeah he and said i that. think he overthought the two together because he wanted to do something to juxtapose the crispiness of the chicken with the mushiness of with the risotto the mushy, yes with the mushiness which of, is exactly what gordon said but just like Gordon said, he gave two. He made res, the risotto the star. Yeah, he he did a really good job. Thankfully, thankfully, he yeah. did a good job with risotto. Yeah, but he shouldn't have plated it on top the chicken wings on top of the risotto because it, the chicken soaked up all the moisture. Mm, yeah, he should have plated them separately. Yeah, because it just which is tough because Gordon says you know the flour of the wings is what made. Yeah. And oh, he, and I was gonna mention. When he runs around. I did not, I guess I haven't been paying attention, but I didn't realize that they weren't allowed to go back to the pantry. Mm-hmm. You only get a certain amount of time. You so get five minutes to shop. I yeah. just think that's so weird. Is that how it works in the adult MasterChef? Like you can't go back into the pantry? Because there are times where they have to beg their counterparts for ingredients. Yeah, that's, it's awful. I would think, I mean, it's open. They don't have to pay for anything you're not going to a real store you're not going to a whole foods like you are in top chef yeah 
You would think that you'd be able to run back in there. And I've seen, you know, for instance, when Eddie goes missing a few episodes ago. (laughs) Do you remember that? (laughs) And they can't find Eddie. It's because he was off somewhere grabbing like a plate, though. And and, but in my head, I was like, oh, is he back in the pantry? He must not be. He's like in the. He's getting his plates. Yeah, he's getting his plates from the cabinet or something. (laughs) When Eddie goes missing, they're like, where's Eddie? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, but I think that they do get five like minutes to shop. And then uh, it's pretty much done yeah. because he has to go around and Mashu is like, does anybody have cornstarch? Does anybody have anything that I can use? And thankfully, Gonzalo gives him some flour. But well, ultimately, yeah, the flour works against him. I've got to say, I'm just going to come out and say it. I don't think the judges like Mashu. I don't think they do either. I think, I think... They were always against him. And I, I hate to, like, I, I don't agree when people have, like, an external locus of control. I don't like when people blame outward. Like, you do need to look inward sometimes. Sometimes you just were the weakest one. Right. And that's why you deserve to go home. This is the second or third time that Mashu's been on the bottom, I think, because of a judgment call that the judges made. I, I don't know. Yeah. Like, you know, when he I mean, I pureed agree. the swordfish. Do you remember it? Like, yes. Christina just went... They just didn't agree with it. So yeah, they, they just thought... And, and I think that they're kind of, like, going after his creativity. Mm-hmm. He hasn't found the right balance yet. I think Gordon's right. Like, he's kind of always missing the mark a little bit. But to, like, extinguish someone's fire, yeah, <laughs> then that's kind I, of what yeah. I think they're doing. And I'm like, I don't want this guy to stop cooking. He He's found his thing that he's supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. You're kind of shutting it all down. And you can see on his face, he knows he did something wrong. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I, I just feel like I they have it out for him or something. Yeah, they just, every single thought, they're like, oh, that's different. No, that's not right. Yeah, and I'm like, how many things, I mean, how many times was Richard Blaze probably told, oh, that's different. Like, yeah. you shouldn't Especially be doing that. Especially molecular gastronomy. Yeah, and I'm like. Of course, that's always like. Or like this Asian-Italian thing that Mashu likes to do. Let him explore it. Yeah. Let him figure it out. I, I don't think he deserved to go home when he went home. Like, when they sent right. him home. Yeah. He should still be on the show. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, especially, and I don't, I hate when, like, the younger kids feel like they are weaker. And But the pattern on the show is that the older kids tend to do better. And I think that is because the older kids know the stakes. I don't know. I think the youngest kid to win MasterChef Junior was that one kid who wore all the bow ties and he reminded us of Kurt on Glee. Do you remember Mm -hmm. who he was? You can probably see his face if you, yeah, you definitely recognize him. I can't remember his name, but he, he was probably like 10 when he won. And I think he was the youngest one to win. That is really young though. It is so young, but it's also like, to say, like, that's the youngest. I mean, there are, like, eight-year-olds and seven-year-olds on the show. It's like, can they win? I, I like opening up the competition to them. But, like, I don't know. Do they really understand? Like, I just, I hate to see the older kids go home so early when I think the older kids absolutely know when they've made a mistake. And the younger kids are just kind of like, I don't know. I tried something. Exactly. And it's like, I don't know. Okay, yeah. So, as I look over my notes, my heart hurts. I know. I, I mean, we really feel for it. Yeah. <laughs> like, Mashu, did you also notice, so Mashu ultimately does not make it through the final, he, he doesn't get his white apron back. And did you see, like, he kind of does this, like, hand, like bow, not not like a bow, but, like, just a gracious, like, thank oh, you. very Japanese. Yeah, like, yeah. such a gracious gesture toward 
um, toward the judges. And he even says, like, thank you so much for this opportunity. This is amazing. Like, thank you. Ugh. He's I'm so... Like, what a God. sweet kid. What a sweet kid. Honestly, like, it's so tough to call because so ultimately, and we'll kind of go back and, like, talk about dishes and stuff like that, but Jasmine and um, Gonzalo. Gonzalo make it through. They get their white aprons back. Jasmine... 100% deserved it. She killed it on both of them. She came in with a vengeance, like Gordon says, three times. Of course. <laughs> but she she did deserve. She yeah. did not deserve to go home, I don't think. And she came in there with a focus, and I love her. I love Jasmine. She 100% deserved to be back. Gonzalo also deserved to be back. Sid also deserved to be back. Mashu also deserved to be back. I mean... I- I don't know. It's tough. Like, what? Yeah, that was such a tough call. It was because uh, at one point I was like, I can see them letting sit in because of just like how yeah. much risk she took with these chicken feet. Yeah. Um. Damn but it, then, Jasmine. But then, why was, did you give those to her? I know. But then at the same time, I was like, but they can't not let Gonzalo in. I yeah. mean, he earned it. He did. He killed it. Um. Yeah, I genuinely thought that those chicken feet looked good. And I've never had chicken feet of you. No, I've never had chicken feet. And that was the first time I would probably try it. Yeah, they look delicious. Yeah. They look like crispy wings, honestly. And, like, the way you eat it, do you just dive into the whole thing and just eat the whole thing? I guess. That's what Gordon looked like. Oh, he, my gosh. He just went for it. Like, take a big bite. Yeah, or I was like, do you eat it like a wing where you're, like, eating around this bone or something? But there can't be that much meat on a chicken foot. I feel like you just eat the whole foot. Essentially, you're just eating the breading since it was fried. <laughs> yeah, Which has to be delicious. I of love, course. you know, any kind of breading. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, that that was all just kind of tough to see. And I don't know. I'm going to miss Sid. Because we got to know so much of her, I feel like, in this episode. Yeah, this episode and last episode. But we didn't get to know her throughout the whole season. I know. And so, did you notice also when, um, when Jasmine goes up there to be judged, she... They love it. They love her chicken oysters. And as she's walking back, she says, I know that it's the journey that matters. Yeah. And it's not. It was she such was a callback. Yeah. She was repeating what Gordon said to her when she was eliminated. That's awesome. That means that definitely made an impact it's on stuck her. stuck with her. Yeah. And, like, you can take that message with you in all walks of life. Yeah. It is the journey. I could take that message. Life is just a big journey. It really is. It's not about winning and, or losing. And it's that's, about the journey. That's the... um. The motto of this podcast is, yeah. it's all just a journey. It really <laughs> and is. we don't know what we're doing. <laughs> we don't. But yeah. we are enjoying the journey. Yeah, it was, um, it was tough. Yeah, and then we, so we see Donovan just kind of does good. He He's in love with his own dish, Donovan. <laughs> <laughs> he um, takes a bite and his eyes got so big. He's like, this is so good. Yeah, and, and like, Richard Blaze is like, yeah, it's good. And Donovan yeah. was really a fan yeah. of his end dish. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, so Gonzalo, he, I wrote down, like, he had the best reaction. It looked delicious. Yeah, his meal looked delicious. But then when, I think it's Christina who's judging his dish, and she, I think it's Christina, and she praises the mm-hmm. dish and he like freaks out and he's so excited he's like doing all these like yes oh my gosh yeah <gasps> yes like he was so proud of himself and so excited and i just i love to see that <laughs> no yeah i mean it's always good when there's really good genuine reactions yeah. instead of yeah just he kind of expecting and it. especially like on a redemption challenge you better yeah. be celebrating 
every single moment. Yeah. I mean, you're here. You actually have a glimmering this chance. This is it, kid. Yeah, this is it, kid. Um, yeah, and then Mashu. Mashu, it just makes me sad to even think about because he's so gracious, and I just, I just think that they had something wrong with him. Like, they didn't yeah, like him. Yeah, they just, yeah. They didn't get him. They yeah, Exactly. They did not They didn't get the him. Asian-Italian thing. Even when I think about it, I don't quite get it, but that doesn't mean there's nothing there. There's all kinds of fusion foods and the cool yeah. things to be done and molecular gastronomy, this and that. Like, I don't know. I just, I don't think Gordon got him very well. I always liked Gordon's, like, constructive feedback of Mashu, mm-hmm. but, like, I always feel like every single time Mashu got up to the judges, he knew it wasn't him. He yeah. knew he was out. Like, based on their feedback, they're like, they just, they didn't even dangle the string of hope in front of him. They were just no. like, yeah, it's okay, but you always kind of miss the mark. And you're not going to win after yeah, that feedback. Not, yeah, that's not good feedback. It sucks. It really sucks. I, I think I'm mad at Gordon for that. It's not even constructive. It's not. It's like, well, how did I miss the mark? Yeah. You missed the mark because... The risotto yeah. made the chicken too soggy. And it's like, yeah. And, I mean, when they talk about, like, the flour and the wings, when you saw him frantically looking for flour to put his wings in, yeah. like, then you're he kind of criticizing that. him, like, I don't know. I, I have some mixed feelings about that. Like, I really love Mashu. I would love it if they did not another one of these episodes, but I know they won't do that. But, or if he was on another season. Yeah, before he came back. And that's actually what I thought about Sid, too. I'm like... She's still young enough where... The thing is with Masha, he's like 12. Yeah. He would have to be on the next season. You have to be 13, like, by the time that they start filming. Like, I don't think you can ever be 14 when the show is on. Ugh. I think you have to be younger than that. Um, Like, throughout the entire filming of the show, which goes, like, whatever, through December or something. And, um, but Sid could definitely come back. And yeah. I feel like she should. She really should. She could grow over the next, like, few months, learn... Really hone in on, like, what her style is and then come back and yeah. be fierce as hell because she'd be, like, 11 or 12 and just completely own the kitchen. Maybe that's why they didn't show her so much because they already have her saved for Maybe. the Maybe. I'd be 100% on board with that. Oh. As long as she keeps the pigtails and the leather jacket. Yeah. <laughs> because that's just... I mean, she can update her style a little bit. We've coined rock and roll Sid, though. Yeah. You must remain rock and roll. You must remain Maybe get a cute Sydney pixie cut going yeah. or something. Yeah. Or short pigtails or something like exactly. that. Exactly. That'd be so adorable. Um. Yeah, so... Let me see. Oh, Charlie with his drums. I don't remember much about the actual dish. Um. His plating, I thought, looked... Pretty nice, though, for no, Charlie. it looked like a mess. No, it didn't! It looked like something bled all over the plate. Okay, but that's going to happen with any brown and or red sauce. <laughs> like, you you have to do it the right way. There have been adults in Top Chef and Master Chef and Hell's Kitchen that smear brown goo across yes, the plate, and it looks like, like a shit smear. Because it's neat, and it's smooth. But he his always says like, it looks like a shit smear. His was, like, all over the place. It was It looked rocky. like a shit splatter. It was a rock but it was some kind of plating from a child, which I have yet to see any actual beautiful plating from any of these kids. The attempt, I'll give you that. He did attempt. It looked like shit, though. Thank you, Molly. Thank you. <laughs> Truly. Because I, every single time, I mean, there are a lot of kids where they're like, yes, this is a delicious dish. I, a dish. I'd love to see you elevate the plating, elevate the presentation. Like, a lot of them are still just kind of getting by on flavor alone, which is fine, but also, like, 
part of this is the presentation, the plating. Richard Blaze is not just him because he can make a good dish and throw it all into a bowl. Like, you have to make it look good. Yeah. And we are getting into the top ten. And I will actually take that back. Sydney, my favorite. She's a gorgeous plater. Yeah, um, she she does. She did a really good job with those chicken. <laughs> the she, chicken feet. Well, it, well, I meant Sid, Sydney. Oh. Like, she, but she did good plating her chicken yeah, feet. Yeah, her chicken feet. I mean, they looked amazing. Yeah. They were chicken feet. <laughs> But, I, yeah, I she is really good. good at plating. Yeah, she actually is good at plating. I'm sure there are a few other good platers, but most of the time I feel like I'm hearing, you need to be plating better, blah, blah, blah. And I just, I appreciated his smear. I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I did. I'm I really a gross face. I know. Molly's making a face of disapproval, but I, I disagree with that. <laughs> yeah. I think it, it might have been because the and vegetables were burnt. And I think you are burnt. annoyed by Charlie. <laughs> yeah. The vegetables were burnt. They were black. <laughs> they were black. <laughs> Against, like, some white rice, which white, nasty. White, starch, white rice. They yeah. look... I'm with you. They looked I, overcooked. Uh, I hear that. I mean, good. and Richard was like, so the vegetables are ever done? And he was like, yes. <laughs> He's like, okay, I'm glad you were honest with me. <laughs> they are black. <laughs> I'm was, not going to take a yeah. bite. It was a little bad. But his, honestly. And his then, fried chicken did look good. It looked, the fried chicken looked great. And yeah. the fried chicken apparently tasted great. It was the star of the show. But he was up against Jason and and Gonzalo and even Sid. And you yeah, know, he, was, was he wasn't going to get back on the show. No. Maybe he can come back. <laughs> Maybe all the kids that go home can come back. I, I wouldn't mind if he just didn't. <laughs> he can just cook at home. Oh, <laughs> he can just stay at home. Charlie, cook. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so can we talk about, so Jasmine and Gonzalo get through, which is yay, happy, yeah. happy times. Um, We're going to miss Sid. We're going to miss Mashu. We're going to miss all of them. But can we talk about their exits? <laughs> Did you, when the four were leaving... <laughs> There were a couple things I noticed. Charlie, wonderful, <laughs> held his hand up in the air in a number one, his right hand up, number one, pointing to the sky the whole time, from the front of the kitchen to the door. He was just pointing at the sky. And I was what like... a goober. I'm like, what a goober. Gotta appreciate your confidence. I mean, that is Jeez. like a rock star move. He said he, in his talking head, he gave himself a pet on the trapezoid. Oh, we said trapeze. Trapeze. And I was wondering what the tra- I was wondering what that was. What is that? A trapezoid. That's your um something back here. Oh, I thought that was a shape. Mm, oh, yeah, you might be right. <laughs> I was like, what? I thought he said trapeze, and I was like, I think I understand what he's saying. But maybe the trapezoid, I think it is a, it's not your shoulder blade, or maybe it is. I don't fucking know. know. This is an anatomy cast. I know. I was so confused, and it was... It might be a bone. But it was very funny that he said that instead of just saying pat on the back. I know. Yeah, see? What a goober. He is a goober. He's, but he's like, he's so... What a goofy goober. He's so, like, likable, and he, um... I don't like him. Okay, well, I like him. <laughs> Hold on, I'm looking up the trapezoid. Oh, see? Trapezoid bone is um something. It is a bone and it looks like shoulder blades, but I can't I can't really tell and I don't want to stand this too long. Trapezoid bone. Hold on, guys. Stay with us. 
Oh, man. It's just going to bring up. Okay, whatever. Go to our Instagram for more information on yeah. that. What the heck? It looks like it is some kind of phone, though. Yeah. Um, you know when you type something into Google and then it finishes the sentence for you? Yeah. Trapezoid phone came up. Um, and so, yeah, I, I did say, honestly, too, before they're all exiting out, um, Charlie did see, Charlie knew that he didn't get through. Yeah. He knew he didn't get through. And, and Masha was, knew he didn't get through. Charlie was not sad at all. He wasn't sad at all, and he went out, honestly, <laughs> like a rock star. <laughs> um, he was just like, well, okay. And but he, he, just... <laughs> he seemed discouraged the whole time. I think you have to know when you're cooking, like, if you miss the mark or not. Like, I, I feel like I don't cook often. I never cook. But when I do cook something, I know when it's not going to be good. And I tell Brand, I'm like, hey, here's food, here's sustenance, but it, is it good? No. <laughs> I mean, or hey, I think I did a really good job to, you know, yeah. try it out. Like, you know when you've done a good job or not. He didn't do a good job, especially when you're hearing Jasmine and Gonzalo and all these other people, you know, they're yeah. they're getting their praises sung. You know, it's just, it's not happening for you. Yeah. You kind of miss the opportunity. Thankfully, you're young enough. You can come back maybe if you want. Or you can give up on this whole dream, you know? Yeah. Whatever. Um... And they also do a really cute group hug. That was really cute. That was really sweet. It was like a football group hug. Yeah. And all the judges were actually, like, acknowledging that they can see the kids. Yeah. And, like, they were like, oh, that's sweet. Yeah. Like, they even said that it was a, it was a cute move. Um, that, that's all I got. Yeah. I'm excited about the next episode. Something about snakes and Girl Scouts and Boy Scouts? Yeah, there's um, scouts. I don't know. Some kind of scout. And it, it's going to be one of those Bunsen burner challenges. Yeah. It's outdoor camping. Team Gordon challenge. throws meat again. It's raw. And he probably throws it to the coyote, to the coyotes. And to the snakes. Yeah. To the <laughs> snakes. And he's very disappointed. Jeez, Gordon. Um, But overall, I was really excited for this episode. And I think I'm okay with how it turned out. Yeah. I... I think... I think I'll have conflicting emotions over the coming days, but... Um, I'll probably be thinking about it in the morning. I would have really loved to see Sid make it. Yeah. I think that's where my heart... That's where, that's kind of where my energy downer is coming from. I'm just kind of like... I don't know. Yeah. I really wanted... It's times. If Sid or Mashu would have made it through, I would have felt a lot better. Yeah, like Jasmine and Mashu, Sid and Gonzalo. Right. Jasmine and Sid. I don't know. The combination of... I, I'm so glad Jasmine made it through because I do feel that she earned it. It's not like Gonzalo didn't earn it. Yeah. It's just like... I don't know. It's not... It's not making Honestly, my heart feel Honestly, I feel like they did say Jasmine's... Her oysters were a little overcooked. That's why I only gave her four stars. Yeah. And at that point, after they had judged Sid... I was like, well, maybe they will put Sid through because... That's what I thought. She had such a challenge. Risk taker. Yeah. yeah. I could have 100% seen or saw them taking yeah. Sid on as like, you, you know, Jasmine, yeah, definitely you made it through. This next person really took a risk. And Gonzalo did kind of take a risk, but he was also kind of given an easy piece of meat. Yeah. Um... But I could have easily seen them saying, Sid, you took a risk and you earned it. And yeah, I would have been really sad for Gonzalo, but I would have been really happy with that. Yeah. I think that's I what I'm feeling. Yeah. I agree. And I'm so happy to see that Gonzalo and Adam are reunited. That is a friendship <laughs> that is one for the ages. But 
you know. I wonder it, how Adam's We have our, gar- our Garbanzo bean back. <laughs> our little Garbanzo. Yeah, and I, I don't know. And then I also did want to say, as I've been re-watching and re-watching and re-watching, um, <laughs> I, I feel so confident with my prediction that Sydney, Sydney, with the pixie cut, takes the cake. I do. Um, I think she takes the trophy. I think she's going to win it all. Um, but wow, how much I love Justice. I just, after rewatching stuff, you need to go back and really rewatch. I mean, even though I know you already know that you love Justice and love a lot of these kids, like you just go back and like, because what we do is like, we watch the show, we take our notes and we come and podcast, but while our heads are down writing notes, figures like we're just missing little things. And, um, how much I love Shane and how much I love Mark. And I know I've, I love Mark. I've been a Mark fan since the beginning. I think he's going to go all the way too. But I love Shane. I really love Shane. On the episode where they do the, um, the emergency responders, Uh you remember they do the team challenge and it's the red team and the blue team and Shane and Mark are on the same team. And Mark is the first one picked actually by Shane, the team Mm -hmm. captain, because they're both like into football and they both hunt and they're both friends. They're buddies. They're buddies. They're good old boys. And um, at the very end, before they announce who wins, Mark says to the team, he's got his arm around Shane and he goes, win or lose, guys, you keep your heads up. Oh, Mark said that. Yes. I remember someone saying that, but I didn't remember Mark said it. And I just, oh man, if I ever have a kid... I want to install that in them. Like, Aww. win or lose, you keep your head up. Yeah. You just do. Not like on the blue team where everybody broke down and cried. Like, and I know it's easy. I don't know Charlie. how the red team... Well, Charlie wasn't there. He was under the medic's tent. But... Exactly. He was crying. <laughs> but, you know, some thoughts actually about this team challenge. Just last minute thoughts. Okay. So, this is a few episodes ago. But, um... So the red team, I can't say how they would have responded had they lost, obviously. That, that's a great sentiment to say, like, win or lose, you keep your heads up, mm-hmm. and then you win, and everyone celebrates, and that's a great old time. Maybe they all would have started crying had they lost. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, however, on the blue team, they all basically immediately start crying. The only one to show any kind of strength is Sid, who says, you guys, we worked our butts off. Like, like stop doing that. Like, we, we worked so hard. Like, she is the one trying to, like, Aww. really lift the team up. And Adam and Garbanzo Bean are, like, crying into each other's shoulders. And I get it. They're kids. Whatever. But, like, and Adam even is very self-reflective. And he says, my management skills weren't there. Blah, blah, blah. I want to call him Garbanzo. Um, Gonzalo. <laughs> it's just a friendly nickname. Um, Gar- Gonzalo says, you guys, we were, you know, what does he say? He's like, we were down, you know, we, we had, it was all against us. You know, Charlie got sick. It was seven to eight. He's very like huh. blamey to the oh. world. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, I get, he got sick. Someone on their team could have just as easily gotten sick. Like, you, yeah. you just, you do what you can with what you got. Yeah, and instead of looking at yourself, you're trying to find Instead of being blame. like, we did nothing wrong, this was just the universe. Like, yeah. no, that's not, no, you can't. that's not what I want to instill in a kid. I would want to instill the, I mean, granted, again, they won, but like, win or lose, you keep your head up. Yeah. That's such a good message. There are so many good life lessons to be learned on MasterChef <laughs> My Junior. children will not watch Disney. They will watch MasterChef Junior. I know. They're so nice to, to be each exposed. other. Yeah. They are constantly encouraging each other. 
It's I know. Yeah, it really, it was great. Yeah, so honestly, those are my top four. And I'm sure there's definitely a fifth in there. I'm sure Adam is like my fifth. Yeah. Um, well, I hope we see more of him. I do too. I do too. I, and his and his skills instead of just doing what the challenge is. Yeah. And like we didn't get to see any of them. I mean, I, I'm glad that they dedicated an entire episode to the kids coming back. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I also am like, we didn't get to see any of the other yeah. kids. <laughs> We're <Yeah>. Sydney. <laughs> well, maybe they'll show that in... The special? The special. Yeah. I'm excited for that special. Me too. It's in like two weeks. Mm-hmm. Start the countdown. <laughs> Start the countdown. We'll be all caught up with all of our episodes. Yeah. This was a good, this is good. Yeah. It was a good episode. It was. I was really clamoring for it. Mm-hmm. So, any final thoughts? About the episode? About anything. Um, well, I didn't know if you want to talk about Gordon. Do you want to talk about Gordon? I have a, um. This is also a BuzzFeed. Which Gordon Ramsay insult are you based on your Zodiac sign? Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. I was so excited for this last time. And then my stupid quiz took your spot. And I'm so sorry it's about okay. that. Because, it's okay. And guys, we know. That was, it was slow. <laughs> it's okay. Okay. I'm so excited. So what's your Zodiac sign? Okay. So I'm a Gemini. Okay. And what's that mean? Um, it's the twins. Yeah. So I have, um, split personality. And you're compatible with nearly everybody, yeah. right? That's I can usually, what a Gemini is. I can usually figure out both sides of an argument, which is true. And I, I think Gemini, I think they are the most, they just, they pretty much get along with everybody. Yeah. I, I mean, think so. I think, well, <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> I think so. I don't do anything Everyone's wrong. my friend. <laughs> okay, so um, so read yours. Okay, so Gemini's mine, and the um, insult that I get is more pumpkin, and the quote to that one is, right, I'll get you more pumpkin. I'll ram it up your fucking ass. Would you like it whole or diced? Okay, okay. Yeah, so that's my insult. I love that. Yeah. I really love that. It conjures up my um my favorite Gordon Ramsay one-liner from Hell's Kitchen, which is, um, this is so shit, I'll shove a GoPro up your ass and it will something. I wonder, <laughs> oh, I wonder if this one's yours. Do, do mine. Yours, what's your birthday again? Capricorn. Capricorn. What does he say? He says... I'll shove a GoPro up your ass so you can see just how shit that is or something. It's like my favorite one-liner ever. Okay, so yours is the Yankee Doodle insult. Oh, boy. Now, fuck off, you fat, useless sack of fucking Yankee Doodle dandy shite. (laughs) Fuck off, will ya? Oh, no. I love every single word of that. (laughs) (laughs) Please send that to me. I want to know everything. I want that entire quote. And I also want to know, can we, I just want to look at a couple um, other Zodiac signs, like, of people that I love. What was that? Oh. Oh. <laughs> I'm airdropping Oh, hey, you, you sent me something. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. It keeps going out whenever I click out. Um, I want to look up, what is, do you, what, what is um, Will's Ooh, Zodiac? let's look at my husband. Yeah, He's look a up Taurus. His. I can't remember what Brandon is. Um, his is, Will's is my, my gran. My grand could do better, and she's dead. <laughs> oh, so simple and to the point. Yep. Wow. Um, Brandon is, I think, either a, Liga, a Leo or a Virgo. I think he's a Virgo. It's the end of August. 
End of August. Is it Virgo? Yeah, it is. Because Virgos and Capricorns are very compatible. Okay. I did that vocal fry on purpose. His is very to the point, too. I like it. His mm-hmm. is stupid cow. You fucking idiot, stupid cow. That's all you need sometimes. Yeah. He says that to me all the time. <laughs> wow. No, I'm just kidding. He loves me very much. <laughs> <laughs> he would never call me that. Otherwise, yeah. I would fucking kill him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah he'd be out the door um so i had i had something pulled up but i haven't actually read through it yet but there was this um there was this article that just came out i can't remember who did it refinery 29 and i think yahoo actually did something on it too which was gordon ramsay is one of these people much like um microsoft guy mm-hmm. bill gates <laughs> uh-huh. who is like my children will earn their own fortune kind of person that's amazing i mean that's amazing but i'd be really fucking pissed if he was my dad <laughs> They're well, like, really? Nothing? I don't know if he subscribes to the nothing rule, yeah. but he's like, his kids um, fly coach when mm-hmm. him and his wife are up in first class, which yes. I, I love that. Yes. That was amazing. And that they, he, he does try to just instill in them like a work ethic. I don't really know how far that goes. I mean, I think celebrities are just so disconnected to really what that well, means. Well, he also is a chef. And he has worked in the restaurant industry. Yeah. That is hard work. Yeah. So I'm Real sure hard he gets yeah. the work and that, hard part. Um, there was some art. I think it, it was one of the two that I just mentioned. But um, that he obviously does not subscribe to any kind of like soft, you know, gentle parenting or anything. Like he will refer to his kids as you little fucks. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. It's amazing. That is gorgeous. It's so, I mean, yeah, of course it's him. I'm like, why would we expect anything else? And that he's made his kids swear that they'll never date any Beckham kids. <laughs> no. Yeah. They're so cute. I know. I mean, and like, are there more gorgeous people than the Beckhams? I don't know. But, um... But th- that's just, like, from what I can remember from the articles. But I just thought that was fantastic. That's amazing. All of, like, the parenting stuff. And you know that his net worth, his fortune is $140 million. Wow. <laughs> that's amazing. That is amazing. That's, like, almost half as much as Taylor Swift. And that is how I base all of my <laughs> maths and everything yeah, is based on lot. how much Taylor I Swift mean, makes. restaurants, Television shows. shows. Across the world. He- there's MasterChef Australia. There's MasterChef fucking Poland or something. I mean, it's like in every single country. There's like its own MasterChef thing. He is a... Yeah. He's just... He's a... um, He is world famous. What's the word I'm looking at? He's just... He's an empire. He is an empire. Truly. I really... I hope I get to go to Vegas again this year. And I really want to go to his restaurant. I want to go to any of his restaurants. I know that like... I know that his main... His like main restaurant in... London, I think, um, is, it's like a six month or a year long waiting list. Like you have to basically live there because you have to be able to make it for that far in advance. And also like if they have an opening, you Uh, just have to be able to go. Yeah. Um, and then I think he has some restaurants in New York too, but it's again like months in advance that you have to. Yeah. I think the Vegas ones would be a little bit more because they're more kitschy. And they're kind of like offshoots. Yeah. They are by him, but like they're in this hotel or Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a great starting point, though, and I would need you to report back. Yes. <laughs> or snap it immediately. I will. I <laughs> Every will. single that, moment. That's on my... I hope I get to go... What if you got to go to your conference and I got to go to my maybe future conference um, and we got to go at the same time and oh, we could go to a Gordon Ramsay restaurant? That would be so much fun. Oh, so much best. fun. That'd be the best. 
Um, and then what was the last thing that I wanted to say? Oh, just real quick, last minute. Um, I ordered something on Amazon. I ordered um, Gordon Ramsay's autobiography. <laughs> it's called In the States here. It's called Roasting in Hell's Kitchen, a name I hate. I think that's yeah. the dumbest thing well, I've ever Hell's fucking Kitchen heard of. Hell's Kitchen itself is kitschy. <laughs> like, roasting in Hell's Kitchen? I'm like, really? Because his it's the exact same as his UK version autobiography or the global version of his autobiography is called Humble Pie. And I think that's way cuter than Roasting in Hell's Kitchen. But they rebranded the oh. same book. And then they changed a lot of the words probably from like O-U-R to like, you know, just like yeah. the way we spell things. And from loo to bathroom. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, they made it like American friendly. Yeah. American. And um, in the meantime, they changed the title to Roasting in Hell's Kitchen. I was like, Ugh. kept it Humble Pie. I think Humble Pie is a great yeah, I don't know because I, it probably speaks to what the book is about more than roasting in hell's yeah, kitchen. Yeah, it's like you come from he came from very humble beginnings, and I just it's like food related. I don't know. I love it so much more than roasting in hell's kitchen. I feel like a Brussels sprout trapped in an onion, trapped in an oven in hell's kitchen. Yeah, it's not okay. <sighs> but I don't read, so hopefully I read this. <laughs> I'll probably read that. I'm I've been doing better at reading biographies. Lately. See, I think biographies and nonfiction are something that interests me a lot more than any kind of fiction. Yeah. Um, really, if I knew myself, I just would have bought the audiobook. Yeah. I would have finished that shit in a day. <laughs> and but, listened to it three more times. Exactly. <laughs> um, that's how I do things. Um, so when I get the paperback, though, maybe I'll just leave it in the living room in case you want to read it, too. Yeah. And um, Because it's not like I'm going to read it in one sitting. I'll read, like, chapter by chapter. Yeah. Um, and I'll report back. Thanks. From what I understand on the Amazon summary, he had an alcoholic father. So that sounds fun. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. So, guys, end of the episode. Yeah. Go follow us on the Instagrams mm-hmm. at the Gordon Ramsay. The... No, the Gordon Cast. <laughs> Scratch all that. Go to Instagram.com slash the Gordon Cast. Yes. <laughs> That's where you can see everything that we're doing. Uh, we post a fun episode picture. We post stuff that we talk about in between times and blah, blah, blah. We do have a Twitter hashtag handle, but we don't I yeah. really use it. We just I just kind of wanted it because, you know, I know people are clamoring yeah, for case. that thing. Yeah. yeah. And then um, subscribe to us on iTunes. Please go get, give us five stars. Yeah. Yeah. Subscribe. Give us five stars. Give us a great review, please. We're really only interested in your friendly comments. <laughs> yeah. If you have any bad comments, you know, feel free to tell your friend about those. Um, yeah. Or, or <clears> you just, don't need to post them anywhere, or though. Or just email us at thegordoncast at gmail.com. Right again. All your friendly comments can yeah. go there. You can tell your coworker if you don't like our voices. Yeah. <laughs> don't post it anywhere. You just don't have to listen. But we love you. All right, Molly. All right. High five. High five. Yay. Bye, guys. Bye.